Welcome, 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 everyone. This is Jump Off Live presents Anything But, the celebrity interview series where we talk to all sorts of celebrities about anything but what they are famous for. I'm Jeremy J.D. Dorsey. I'm joined by the rest of Team Jump Off, and we are also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, one Mr. Herb Lawrence from WSCR 670 to score producer fame, host fame. He's done everything. He also does the Locked On Socks podcast. Picked a great year to get that going, too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Herb, welcome to the show. And man, dude, we, we just honored and blessed to have you on, sir. Thank you for having me, guys. It's an honor to be on your show. And uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, conversation. I mean, kicking with uh, young brothers is always great. Keeps yes, me young. Sir. Indeed. Yes, sir. And like, like, I, um, like we've done this a few different times multiple times so this is episode number six that's not a lot of multiple but this is pretty good it's pretty good yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good but for all those that are new to the show um this is anything but so we're gonna we talk to celebrities about anything but what they're famous for so we will not discuss anything regarding the socks regarding radio outside of the first question i got but um nothing nothing to do with what herb's day job consists of we want to get to know him, the person behind the mic, behind everything else. We're going to ask him some of the most weird and random questions <laughs> so that everybody out there can get to know him as well as possible. So with that being said, I would love to kick off the first question. So like I said, this is the only one that's kind of slightly score WSCR adjacent. Mm -hmm. So if you got into a fight with like a fight with a random person, Mm -hmm. You and everybody on the score is at this bar. You get into a fight with a random person. What one person from the score would be the person who would be the quickest to jump and fight alongside you? Ooh, to jump alongside me. I think Lawrence Holmes would be my number one guy because, you know, we've <laughs> hang out outside of the studio. And so we've been together for probably... I don't know. I've known him for almost 20 years. So, yeah, he would have my back 100 percent if I was running into trouble. But the person I think I would want to fight with me the most, it's the quiet ones that you got to worry about. And right. David, David Haw is very quiet and he doesn't <laughs> talk smack to anybody. He's not all bombastic like all the rest of us. But he did play Division one football. I think he was a safety at Ball State. So, you know, he's got some 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 some. Neanderthal gene in him that can, just, can turn it on every once in a while if he needs to. Yeah, that'll be the guy that would like, okay, stop. Because he's a big man. You don't see it on the radio, of course, but if you meet him in person, he's a, a decent sized dude and he can take care of his own business. See, hmm. I feel like I feel like he would fight straight up. Um, I feel like Lawrence would fight straight up. I feel like you know, going back in the day to somebody who used to be a producer on there, Tony Gill, who mm -hmm. we had on the show a few episodes ago. Yes, I don't sir. think he would fight straight up. I think he would fight kind of dirty. But I mean, sometimes you need those dirty scrappers to fight with you, though. I don't even think Tony would fight. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's not about that life. No, he's not about that life. Girl. No, no. Tony is. I mean, if somebody talked bad about his basketball skills or his girl, yeah, I'd be ready to throw down. But if it's for me, or Just somebody else? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, hey, man. Yeah, you shouldn't have challenged him. Yeah, you're on your own. Should have been tougher. <laughs> wow. I think I mean, it's not like though. he's not a he's not a you know ride or die, but he's like, uh, you know, I ain't doing all the extra. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Minimum, it takes yeah. it takes a special type of coworker to be able to uh to have your back in those types of scenarios. Because I know people who they are, you know, we work together, we aces, man, doing our job, everything's good. But if it got thick, <laughs> shit, <laughs> they'd be out the door faster than me. And like, damn, JD got fucked up. Should've been talking. Should've been talking. I hope you at work tomorrow. <laughs> and this, and 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 ranking on you the next day too, right? Facts, facts. Shit. Talking big shit, mm-hmm. big shit. <laughs> but yeah now that we got that out the way so yeah no more score talk at least maybe until the end or something like that but um anyway who's up next let's see i think we should go to to that dude named dave dave what you got sir okay i don't care about you jd i'm, I'm breaking up the rules here see there was a time I that i stayed on 42nd and king on the south side so i want to ask you about oh no i'm, I'm not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> no sock stock no no but for real though uh who would you rather be friends with Prince or Michael Jackson? Well, I'm more of a Michael Jackson fan. Friends is a different thing. I think <laughs> Prince himself, the person is odd. He's very, they're both odd guys, by the mm-hmm. way. But Prince does more things adjacent to what I would like. Likes basketball, would be playing a mean piano or guitar. He's, you know, a virtuoso at doing that. He Michael likes be, yeah, huh? Beautiful, lots of beautiful women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people around us, celebrities just hawking us. Michael, you know, I'm not a child. I don't, I don't like. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm a. I'm a big dude. I can't go in no damn go, in roller coaster or nothing like that. I, I mean, I'll just be asking Michael, "Hey, sing that song from back in the day." Right. Yeah, sing yeah, that song right. Again. Would it be Ben? Prince, huh? Would it be Ben? <laughs> no, I would not have to ask him to sing a song about the rat. I'll be like, hey, can you sing that song about uh you know when uh what was that song? Um uh, when Jermaine left the band and then the oh, Jackson movie and he was all crying and stuff. Oh, you yeah, never yeah, can't yeah. say goodbye. That yeah. It's like sing that one, Mike. Come on. But yeah, I think I'm I'm a much bigger Michael Jackson fan than Prince fan. It's because of my sisters. When I was a kid, they used to listen to Prince and Madonna a lot. So I gravitated the other way to Michael Jackson, even though they liked them. But they used to mm-hmm. wear out that song. But and, yeah, I would definitely be closer friends with Prince than Michael Jackson. Yeah, it seems like being closer friends with Prince to get you into some some really interesting in a in a good way circles. You know what I'm saying? Some parties, you know, some some lit spots that you would normally be at with Mike. So I yeah. mean, he called up. There's a <laughs> Quest Love story where he called him up at. Two o'clock in the morning. He's like, "Hey, I'm in town. Uh, come on down to the studio." And just started playing and had a a great ball, like bold and such. And he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't start doing this until two in the morning. I don't know if you're Carlos Boozer's story about him. Carlos Boozer owned a house oh, in L.A. and Prince rented it out and wrecked the house. <laughs> and Carlos Boozer's like, "Hey, man, you, you gonna pay for these is is cleanup and his damages?" And Prince was slow to pay for him. I think eventually. Prince gave Carlos Boozer his money back, but that's the type of thing you get from Prince. You get a lot of jump offs. You get a lot of celebrity friends. Michael's got what? Liz Taylor coming over. Brooke Shields, all good, but still, I want to <laughs> hang out with some adults. Hey, and some adults I can uh, converse with. Why are you? You dissing Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, exactly. I can't be talking to no. No uh, make a wish kids. Let me be your fat all day long. Yeah, it's a, it's a different it's a different vibe. You know oh, what I'm I'll just be sad. Yeah, it's like these kids want to meet Michael Jackson, not Herb Lawrence. 
That's hey. what you want to <laughs> Hey, but look, the only reason why Macaulay Culkin was a make a wish kid is because he wanted to be. Not because he needed to be. <laughs> he wanted somebody to blow on him and make a wish. <laughs> like he was a, a di- or something. There's a difference. There's definitely a difference. I just personally. Those are just, those are just like, allegations, guys. Those allegations. Are allegations. Right. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Um, I feel like the fringe benefits with Prince would be exponentially better than the yeah. fringe oh, benefits yeah. with Michael oh, yeah. Jackson. Even though. Yeah. Mike would make me be, I would be more excited to meet and hang out with him, but I would choose Prince because hey, JD, the yams, yeah, the yams, just the residual, like exactly. A lot of girls <laughs> go there towards Prince, like, hey, only two of us can go with Prince, and then like 17 will be like, all right, we gotta yeah. get one of his roadies or something, yeah, like that. we gotta hang out with JD. I'm, I'm cool with being like number 16 and a half, you know, but yeah, baby, yeah, 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 Prince, yeah, me and him go way back, yeah, you can meet him two the weeks no, from now, the no- <laughs> and he makes excellent pancakes from what I hear. Exactly. <laughs> like cross crossing cats up with high heels on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the numbers, yes. work, the numbers work for you. Prince can't get them all. You just got to sit back and wait like twenty five minutes. Can't. He gets his four or five. You're like, all right, Prince is done for the night. <laughs> Have yeah. what you yeah. yeah. It's like the the new power generation will get some. The revolution will get some, yeah. and then you will be after that. <laughs> revolution. <laughs> oh my goodness! I do, I do feel like you might be channeling a little bit of your uh, Michael Jackson herd with your with your finger and the tape on it right now. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. saw I saw what happened on on Twitter today, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like you were prepared for this question, and mm-hmm. you you know you thought about like, man, I should tape it up in honor of MJ, you know. Always, he's my man. So I I will listen to his music over anybody else's music, and like you were saying, I was like, I would probably faint if i ever met michael jackson of course we can't yep. but i don't know about hanging out with him like a good 10 to 15 minutes will do unless he's singing songs <laughs> if he's singing songs we're we're all on in the house but right. i heard also that he ain't that guy like he hangs around all the br- black people he's pro black and he was always fighting for black causes because he still saw himself as a black man just with video ligo and lightening his skin so mm-hmm. he was very into those things so maybe and, and maybe also somebody said Mike is fooling y'all with that high pitched voice when he's when he's kicking it with his people. He's a little deeper. He's like, hey, I heard it too. How y'all doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe that's just a, fa- a facade. You know, he was all about show business when he was a kid. Maybe he just wanted to keep that facade in public and and private. He's like, yeah, let let him talk about these kids. But I'm out here slaying everyone. Every one of their mamas, right? Those kids. You said, Mike, like, can you pass the uh, sweet baby raise? Sweet baby raise? What? (laughs) We forget how. Oh, oh, I mean, the barbecue sauce, please. (laughs) Quarter dark, please. Hog mugs, too. I'll take all that. I mean, from he is from Gary, so he is, but he's right. far removed. Yeah, yeah, he spent only like seven years there, and he was like, uh, "That's enough." And then all the rest was California, great living, right? Is that right. where he met Ben? He met Ben in Gary. In Gary, as a Gary. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how we referring to Ben like he was he was his his neighbor or something. Like, <laughs> hey, man, um, I mean, he did live in the house with him, so he <laughs> did. He brought a endearing song to him. That was a close bond that we would never see. Probably. I hate to tell Michael that ain't the only. He probably met 
several bins. Because they ain't the only rat in that house. Ben, Jerry, yes. Uncle, Uncle Ben, <laughs> Tyrone, and then that, <laughs> Roaches man. too, right? Oh, man. We talk about them. Yeah, I, that's yeah. that's I mean, unreleased track. I grew up in Carroll Stream in some apartments, and man, roaches. I, I haven't seen an actual roach in a house in a while. But when I was kids, and I don't know if you guys grew up with roaches. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, like the worst thing in the world. Like, and I, there's a question you guys got coming up, but there's the worst thing in the world you can wake up to is a roach, like anywhere on, on your body. You'd be, you'd be like, Oh, and then just freaked out. Can't go back to sleep <laughs> for the rest of the night. But yeah, we used to wake up like when I like I live in an apartment up in the uptown. So when we put things away, I make sure I roach proof it still. And I haven't seen a roach in years. Yeah, that carries. Oh, so, carries yeah, oh my facts. God. My, still do. my girlfriend still do to this day, my girlfriend, like she, you know, she'll put cereal up and then not like push that that yeah. plastic down all the way down yeah, and smash yeah. it. So what it's, are you doing? I'm like, man, roaches gonna be in there. <laughs> <laughs> you probably look at me like roaches. What are roaches? <laughs> are you crazy, girl? What are, what are these things roaches? Get your life together, woman. Yeah, literally right, right here. Now. Literally right now, uh, there's where I'm in my bedroom, and there's a uh, lick pad for peanut butter. I don't know if you guys see that. Yep. It's been out because it's a dog, and we keep him in his uh, crate sometimes, and he just licks that uh thing forever. I could not have that when we were kids, right? Man, yeah. Man, right? how many ants and roaches be on that thing? <laughs> I just looked around and said, "Man, life has it. changed." <laughs> yeah, just the lap of roaches is uh is living the lap of luxury now, right? <laughs> All right, John, what you got, sir? Yes, her. Hello. Do you have any controversial opinion about anything? What's the um? Opinion? Yeah. That's a lot of them. Um, I think that <laughs> I think that people who are over the age of 40 <laughs> and that is myself <laughs> should be tested for driving every five years. Damn, 40? I can respect that. I can respect every, that. 40, yeah, respect because that? I was thinking the other day, <laughs> I took a test when I was 16. Yeah, and got a license, and then they're like, "Okay, you're good for your life. <laughs> you never have to take this test ever again." Like I've, I'm 42. I have not taken a driving test since then, and so I drive the roads all the time. And I'm like, "What? The? <laughs> like, do they just give these things out to anybody?" And I see that they're older people usually. They're 60s, 70s, and so I don't want to discriminate too tough. I'm gonna put myself in there. Mm -hmm. I would love to take a driving test and actually pass it. You have to pass this thing to get on the road with the rest of us and have a two-ton vehicle be safe. There's so so many accidents out here. That's my controversial thing. I mean, there's much more controversial things that I think about, but in the moment I'm driving every once in a while in the pandemic, there was no one on the streets. Yeah, it's easy. Perfect. I was like, mm -hmm. let's go back to the pandemic without the pandemic. Can we, we do that? that oh my God. We were on LSD just going night <laughs> straight. And then it when the people start, on the expressway. Yeah, people come back and now we're going 40 again. Like, don't pay attention to the speed limit. Who look who drives a speed limit? No one. You're right. Let's <laughs> go. And especially in that left lane. 
get out of the left yeah. lane if you ain't ready to drive. But Man. this is the things that I want to institute as a older driver. Stop getting scared. Because when we were kids, we used to, man, we used to peel. We used to go off when we were in the cars. We had no fear. And then mm-hmm. we got in a couple of accidents. Now we slow and we're all we're all <laughs> safe. We need to have a better understanding of the roads, how to drive. And I think driving slow is the thing that causes accidents. Like once you're uh, in the fast lane driving slow, you cause other people to stop. You'll cause other people behind them to stop. And a chain reaction happens. If everybody's just driving fast, driving s- straight, we're all good. And I, I would teach these classes for myself. I see you got you had a lot of thought behind this. That's you know, when you first mentioned that, I'm like, man, 40. I'm like, no, nah. but as I think about it, you learn you learn the most. <clears throat> I don't know, driver's ed is probably totally different now, and a lot of schools don't even offer it anymore. Yeah. But you learned a lot in driver's ed. That was like to me, that was like the class to have and mm-hmm. to learn. And to get that license, that was like a huge accomplishment. That's like winning the WWE wrestling <laughs> belt, you know what I'm saying, passing that class. So do you think that people's driving, okay, for a short period of time, it, it gets better as you learn after you get that driver's license mm-hmm. when you're a teenager. But as, as I think about it, does it seem like driving kind of declines from there with most people? Because I, they start doing their own thing, right? Yeah, and people started using whatever they have um whatever skills they have and they continue to do that forever they don't like deviate from that unless they get in an accident or something like that but like like to your point it's the only skill i think i use from high school that i learned in high school like there was a like i don't use algebra anymore Right. <laughs> like I spoke English before this. Um, I'm, not, I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing red balls at teammate at people. They try to get them out in bombardment. No, or dodgeball. no. <laughs> like, these things don't go on. Like I still drive to this right. day, and I use right. those lessons I learned when I was 16, 17 to this day. And so, yeah, I think that your skill of driving probably goes down from that time where you had all the knowledge you're understanding okay i can turn left from a from a left lane onto a one way if it's a a red stop or a red light cool i could do that i can parallel park i could do a three-point turn man i got all that stuff knocked out then you get into a car when you're like 37 and you forget all that stuff (laughs) and you don't learn the rules of the road like the the passing lane and the the slow lane and the exit lane all that things when you're driving and some people definitely never have learned that no matter how old they are. So, yeah, that's not necessarily going to get me in trouble with people. So I have more controversial things, but I just can't think of them. If I do later on, I'll get back to you, John, and then think about, OK, this is going to get me in trouble 100 percent. I appreciate it. Before we go to the next question, the one pet peeve I have. Did I call you John as Johnny? Yeah, you can. You can call me John, man. That's what they call me, John. They okay. called me John before I became dangerous. So it's all good. Uh, one pet peeve I have is people that don't know that you can turn right when the light is red. If there's a sign that says no turn on red, you can yeah. still turn right. People will sit there and you want to blow your horn, but you're like, I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, turn just, right, man. If they just coming, they just point point the uh, sign. No turn on red, like no cop, no stop. Keep on going. <laughs> Damn. No cop, no, cop, no, no stop. stop. 
I like <laughs> I mean, that's the only people going to stop you, right? Unless you got those red light cameras. That's the yeah. only reason I'm not turning right. Illinois. Ugh. Man. I got a couple of them. <laughs> that ain't no joke. I'm glad you brought that up because I live across from an older community. They just built these houses up, and every one, two, three months, they're driving the wrong side of the road. And people, oh. are, I'm, I'm not lying. Like, Damn. My wife, yeah, my wife, we was coming down the corner and every three months. You see someone on the wrong side of the street. Hey, it's only wrong to you, it's right to them. <laughs> you just gotta adjust your pen. And all they do is, like, hey, is your vision good? They, yeah, cool. Here's a new license. Here's it is. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they even got to sign it. Yep. <laughs> they got a straight face. Like they, they just like. Hmm. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> like, hey, Dave. They be in their own world, man. It's like nothing else exists. Mm -hmm. Just be driving, man. It's, right. You look at you look over at them. They never even see you looking at them. You Me know? and the watch, like, oh my god, and they're like. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm gonna petition my mayor and be like, yo, y'all gotta, you know, we need some license checks over here. You know, straight up. I don't think none of us should have license over there, be honest. It's like every three months. Damn. <laughs> three months. All right, Jeff, what you got, sir? All right. <clears throat> this is this is a uh thought-provoking question. Is a hot dog right? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, it it is a, it is a sandwich in the technical definition of a sandwich, where you have two pieces of oh you have a meat in inside of a enclosed bread. So okay, that okay, that's, that's a sandwich. That could be, sick. but never would I that say. <laughs> give me a hot dog sandwich. Yes, if you if you if you technically like anything in between. I'm, it, it doesn't even have to like was a if let's go over here is a taco a sandwich because that's the same thing Ooh. right mm. does it have to be bread as the outside that is the thing like Man. anything you, you put meat inside of uh, a shell would be a, a sandwich right I think that'd be a wonderful social experiment just to start calling ha like can I get a hamburger sandwich can I get a, ta a taco sandwich can I get a hot dog sandwich I'm that'd gonna do that That'd be I'm a wonderful social experiment to see the reactions. I mean, there's speaking of <laughs> things like that, did you guys grow up and your mom or your dad called the sandwich, they call it a tuna fish sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, a tuna yeah. fish sandwich. I was yeah. I was like weirded out. I was like, do you want a tuna fish? Uh, yeah, just give me a tuna sandwich. <laughs> I think that's a fish. Right. <laughs> I got it. Like, is there a tuna? Beef sandwich? <laughs> Tuna chicken sandwich? Why the yeah, extra? Huh? You got a point, man. Tuna I, fish sandwich. Why the oh, extra specificity? Yeah, it's like, man, give me a tuna fish sandwich. But tuna fish sandwich used to be hitting when we were kids, right? Hey, it was. Hey, so is that like showing respect for the tuna? Like, you know, the last name? You know what I'm saying? We just talked about last names on the last show. Tuna fish. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 putting some respect. On that name, oh you know my god, it is like, hey man, there's tuna fish over there. So man. that that's like a, a a Mr. Mr. Fish sandwich, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Submarine. The, the, there we go. That's that's how it works. Mr. That's Submarine, how it works. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. right? That's how it works. I'm <laughs> seriously, Jeff, I'm going to the next time I go to a place. I'm gonna say, give me a hot dog sandwich, <laughs> and see what they say. Like Jeff hey, said, I, I don't Jeff, know about Jeff told me about that. Can you say Chicago hot dog sandwich? 
<laughs> Chicago style hot dog sandwich. What the hell are you talking about? Hey, 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 Dave, you do that in the hood, they're going to ask you, where you from? You must be from down south or something. I've been trying to tell my wife, do not say that again. <laughs> oh my do you guys God. consider it a sandwich? Hell no. <laughs> no, I never thought of it as a sandwich. Nope. No. That sounds uh, like Mr. Me. Yeah, but no, I mean, it, it could be. It sounds yeah. like respect. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, this is a thing. Like, if you and your significant other are kicking it, and she or he goes into the room and is like, hey, I'm going to go make a sandwich. You want one? And he's like, come yeah. Back, come back with a hot dog. This ain't no goddamn sandwich. This ain't no goddamn sandwich. Go ahead and make me a tuna fish. Unless, unless, you, unless, you, get the, unless you get the hot dog and split it down the middle. Come on now, yeah, and put it on oh. two slices of bread. Come on, then you turn it into a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, you taking it back? Hey, that's, that's on, fat man. boy. That's fat boy speak right you, there. Yo. You do that with you do that with fried bologna too. Man, of course. You, oh, you, you gotta, gotta put the slit in the bologna. Right. <laughs> hey, but, but first you gotta watch it do that little pop thing. It's like you see it bubble up. It look like a little titty <laughs> with no nipple. Oh, a nipless titty. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, we, we, need to, we need to go to something else because we're relating baloney to, 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 to the titties right now. So that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. Oh, Dave, I need you to, I need you to ask a question that can, that we can get a little bit more serious about, man. Uh, Okay, you're like serious here. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta catch myself here. Yeah, see, now I'm gonna be thinking about fucking baloney titties tonight, man. Goddamn, I mean, what, what, put some mustard on it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> all right, here we go. Here, let me get serious here. You know, we're talking about baloney and hot dog sandwiches. Um, the zombie apocalypse has arrived. Mm-hmm. What would be your weapon of choice, and how long would you survive? All right. Um, I thought about this for a decent amount of time because I am a Walking Dead fan. A gun would be ideal, of course, because you can, you know, uh, shoot from a long distance. But also, they run out of bullets. So this is a zombie apocalypse. I would imagine bullets would be hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So you guys ever had those really long, like uh, Phillips head screwdrivers, mm-hmm. like with a long. Like a uh, long shaft. Uh, <laughs> you want to? Yes, long shaft. Pause. Like that would give me enough to just stab in the head since I know that zombies die when you kill the brain. And say. so it would give me enough range so they couldn't get to my arm or couldn't bite me. And also I can use it often. If it was well made, it can stay uh pretty pretty uh sturdy for a couple years. I think in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, the Walking Dead is a weird thing because I watched a, a, another show where, see, this is the, the weird part. Firstly, zombie apocalypse, you got to suspend a belief that real life is happening. <laughs> so if you do that, then also you would have to say, okay, these decomposing bodies won't die and won't disintegrate uh, or disintegrate? No, incinerate itself. I'm not saying that wrong. Yeah, like if you're old, if you're a dead person, your body will eventually decompose and go to the earth, even if you're dead, coming back to life. So I would think those bodies would die after a year and a half. So I would live. But if we're saying that the zombies just keep on coming and they keep on coming, 
probably two years and I'll be out. Not because, you know, anything that I'm doing just after a while. Yeah. You know, there's no hospitals process of natural there's, selection. There's, there's really nothing for me to live for except for to live. And then eventually I'll be like, oh, man, this is real tough. I'm, ankle will be broken or something like that. <laughs> I'll be slipping, sleeping somewhere comfortable. Like, man, we just uh, slayed all the zombies and then somebody would die in the house and they would eat us all up. So two years. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen um, Walking Dead. I think that was in yeah. season seven or eight where somebody just died in the house and they just ate a bunch of people and then yep. Like yep. eight or nine people died that day. <clears throat> yep. I think I think my weapon of choice would be the Negan bat. The only yeah. the only drawback yeah. that I can think of with the Negan bat is that it would get like I thought about this too. Like I thought in depth about this. Like you know, sometimes you just wake up at <clears throat> 3 34 in the morning and you know you just think about things like this. But um yeah, the Negan bat, the only drawback would be like with the nails and stuff in it, like it might get stuck, to, yeah, like yeah, take taking it out. It out. Like that's yeah. that's the problem, and that's why it's smart yeah. to use yeah. that long shaft. <laughs> because if you use the long shaft and you stick it in, it should slide out real easy. Should slide, out. and it should. should do. It should do the damage that it's supposed to do, but slide out easy. I mean, it sound like me too, but hey. <laughs> so where you going with that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> slide in out, JD. What's up? Hard to slide in and out, JD. Is what you're saying? Uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. He's saying, he's saying the long shaft can accomplish many things. Oh, <laughs> uh, the right. They, they it left. It's oh, the right okay. tool for the job. Yes. He blacked out for a second to check his long shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Do a shaft check. Do a shaft check real quick. Can I survive with this? Let's <laughs> see. All right. I made it this far, but I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Can I slay a zombie with this? <laughs> the right one, yes. Hey, like, hey on, a, on the real dick. though, like I don't think I would last a long I don't think I would last a long time. That's too much stress. Like it's I like, could easily see myself like running. And then at a certain point, you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You off your neck up. Right? You give it up. Hey, do you keep it up neck now, JD? Give it up neck. <laughs> he was giving shaft, and now he's giving up neck. <laughs> Damn, it's a thin line between shaft and neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. oh shit! Move on! Move on! Move All on. right, Move on. I got Jeff. I got one. If you could be any movie or TV show, which one would you be in? Huh, I thought about this for a while. Um, any movie you ever got? I don't know. You guys are younger people, but the movie we're all forty. We're all 40 believe it or not, forty. Man. No way! Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys aren't black yep. or black. No way. All right. Then school days. Y'all know school oh, yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching that two nights ago. Big brother almighty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's that's one of the things that I don't regret, but like born and raised in the suburbs, I wanted to go and you know explore more things, uh black history, be around black people a little bit more. You know, the Wheaton's got probably <laughs> Wheaton, I think I went. Yeah. I don't know how many black people see 8%. I believe that was when I went to high school. So not a lot. So it would just be cool to hang around and get the, the, 
the history, mm-hmm. all the that things. Yeah. yeah. And the people who understand your struggle a little bit more mm-hmm. than, you know, white people who are just, you know, all right, we're we tolerate you type right. of thing instead right. of all right, let's be around you. And uh, school day just sound like like the best thing of all time. And you can be the <laughs> the nerdy guy in the crew with the boys or you can be furious styles which i call him furious styles but i forgot his real name dap in us uh, in school days mm-hmm. you could be lawrence fishburne yeah. you could be uh kadeem hardison you can, yeah. different type of black people and you can date gina from from uh martin yeah but, and um i don't know if i would be um uh, be a uh, morris or uh what's his name uh like lee Spike Lee in that I wouldn't be taking nobody's oh, extras. Man, Dude, no, big da- <laughs> no, I wouldn't be taking uh, Julian's girl. No, hell hey, no. He full pipe at the end though. <laughs> yeah, but she ain't want to. She ain't want to do it. Yeah, but and also uh, you guys, I mean, you've been to school and stuff. It's not that hard. Even a dude <laughs> like half pint would have got something <laughs> from somebody. He wasn't socially <laughs> awkward. He was just <laughs> short. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a little unbelievable. Like nobody wants the juice, nobody at all. That's weird. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I would have pledged because that was nah. I'm not in for it. all the stories I heard about fraternities, especially black fraternities. Woo, friends, nah, I'm good. But I would like the the stepping stuff. That would have been real. Like being a Q dog would have been real smooth. Yeah. I don't know if I would get a brand though. You guys ever see those? those yeah, uh, man. Yeah, one of brands. our friends is a key dog, and he has a brand. Yeah, it take a special type of person to get one of those. Hell yeah, I wouldn't do that. I mean, that <laughs> I don't really get tattoos, but if if I had one, I would get a brand. But then I was like, man, slavery. I'm I'm good because that's who used to do us in slavery mm-hmm. in the days. I was like, ah, oh, that would I'd be uh, hitting a little too close to home. I feel you on that, man. man. You know what? Like I never even thought about it like that. <clears throat> what I the brand? Yeah, like I never thought about it on that level like that, but that that's so true, man. That's that's what they used to do to us because <clears throat> it was far easier and more uh, degrading to do that to us than to give us names or anything. Right. That, that's that's a different show though. That's yeah, a different yeah, show. Yeah, 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 we we yeah. going we going super heavy. Yeah, I mean, I just lo- love school days, love the college atmosphere. It was all good, but uh, you guys, any show that you want to be in? Oh man, movie. <clears throat> any of the Marvel movies put me in it. I mean, mm-hmm. as you can see, like I'm a, a, a crazy Black Panther fan. So like I could have been like one of the extra dudes in the back, you know, like when uh <clears throat> they had them sitting on the throne and stuff. Um, I could have just been standing there, you know, like just just let me do that. Like I, I got this. I got this. I can master. I can master the extra. I could be the extra. Since you're a Black Panther fan, can I ask you a question about this? It might be controversial. Of course, this of course. would be my controversial thing, Johnny, right here. <laughs> I'm open to controversy. Did you feel that Killmonger was the rightful king or rightful guy who <clears throat> took over? Um, I think that Killmonger had aspirations that were, um, that were good, but his means and his methods were wrong. I think that's the, I think what he wanted to have happen was was fine. I have no problem with that. But I think the methods that he was willing to go and the lengths that he was willing to go to accomplish his goals was something that I would disagree with. I think that, you know, him wanting to take care of his own, him wanting to um, uh, to provide for his people, which was the root of what he wanted to do, 
was fine. But I don't think that you necessarily have to tear down in order to build your own up. And I think he was willing to burn the rest down in order to keep his own. He was. So that's my problem with it. But what's the question? The right is he the rightful king, Herb? Is that what you were asking? Though my my thing is that <clears throat> T'Challa, well, he didn't cheat, but all his people who helped him out cheated because Killmonger technically killed him. He did. Yep. He was saved by the people up in the mountain. And Butu, what's his name? Mbaku. Mbaku. Yeah, he was saved by those people and brought back with the uh, with the plant that they stole from the heart shaped herb. Exactly. So they stole that. So I think Killmonger, he is the real ruler of the throne, and he was taken off the throne unjustly. He, hey, he had a right to fight for the throne. He did. So and he won. And he won. And he won fair and square. And so that's my controversial thing. That yes, Black Panther is awesome and. The child is awesome, but Killmonger should have been the king. And yes, he was a bloodthirsty tyrant. But his 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 methods and what he really wanted, I think it weren't too far away. I think uh the the country of Wakanda, while smart to keep their own vibranium and keep their own weapons in their own borders and don't share them, I think it's also short sighted. It was, I think there's both ways where if they would have combined Killmonger's things and T'Challa's uh, ways, I think they could have came to a nice consensus and had a better uh, ending right there for Black Panther. I wish there was another Black Panther out there. I know that uh, Chadwick has passed, so it's going to be really sad. But if they can pass it on to his sister, maybe she could become the Black Panther. Whoa. Yeah. Yep, they Whoa. did that. They did uh, that in the comics. Did they? Okay. Yep. They did, did they that really? in the comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Shuri took over for a long period of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can, we can go super deep in depth with that, but yeah, I mean, I, I love it. Uh, I, I actually really love Killmonger's character. A lot of times I feel like I side with the villains more than I do with the heroes only because I feel like the, the villains characters or the, the villains backstory is usually more fleshed out than the heroes. A lot of times True. their reasoning for doing the things that they do is more, um, is more fleshed out. I mean, like it's easy to be good, but why does yeah. a person want to be bad, quote unquote? You know. So, yeah. like, yeah, I I love villains, man. I love villains. So you love Mr. Glass, Mr. Glass. Not, nah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it. It was something about his natural though. Like his, his, yeah. his, his, his <laughs> it was that, that little slant to it with the yeah, gray streaks. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. And I mean, like, I, like he that. was. Yeah, he his. His origin story was cool though, and I mean, a lot of times I don't think that I see. We about to go super deep. Yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. the shit. I'm sorry. We're not gonna do that. We're yeah. not gonna do that. Yeah. Nope. We're not gonna do that. We're not we got gonna do next. That. Who's next? I got a question. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> All right, Herb. Mm -hmm. So, what is the worst or the weirdest dream that you ever had? They don't have to be the same thing. <laughs> you don't have to have the worst weird dream. You could have talk about a. Your worst dream, and you could also talk about your weirdest dream. Yeah, either one or both. It don't have to be, you know. It's the weird thing about the um, the question is that I don't have weird or bad dreams anymore. Mm -hmm. Or, like, when I was a child, I had bad dreams all the time, like, about vampires coming to get me and me falling mm -hmm. off buildings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I did this, but when I was going to sleep one day, I was just like, you know what, if I have that same dream or a dream similar, just wake up, just like recognize it, 
in the dream with it within itself and wake up and that happened and I woke up. And so I don't know if my brain has turned off bad dreams or I don't remember them because when I do wake up in the morning, I don't have a lot of recall of dreams. I don't know if you guys have vivid dreams. Okay. Like I don't like in the moment I know I'm dreaming, Mm -hmm. but also when I wake up, that is gone. I don't, don't I can't it with you. I don't recall a dream I've had in the last probably 15 years. Oh, damn. So it's like, I sleep, but I don't have vivid dreams that I can remember. So it's hmm. an odd question. I mean, it's an odd answer to a question that was very fair, but I don't have bad or weird dreams. I wish I can remember them. I, I might be crazy because not having dreams is probably not good for you, isn't it? You, you probably have them, but you just don't remember them. It sounds like you, it sounds like you uh, tapped into your subconscious and just shut that shit down and said, hey. Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think it took over. <laughs> Yeah, forever. Like it's yep. just, I it worked. Yeah, I was trying to think of a bad dream I've had. I when I when you sent me the questions, JD, I was like, I don't recall a bad dream, and I recall those bad dreams specifically because it was a, I was getting attacked by vampires because I used to dress up as a vampire for Halloween like every year, and so I, so I put that into my subconscious, and then yeah. that one day when I was like. I don't want to have that anymore. I didn't. I pretty much did that to potty train myself, too. When I used to pee in the bed, I was like, hey, if you feel that you're peeing in a dream, wake up. Yeah. It's like, wake up. And literally, I do that all the time to this day. Like, I like if I think I'm peeing in a dream, I wake up and I, I don't think I've peed in the bed like maybe once as an adult when I was drunk, but otherwise like that was like when I was five, I, I trained my brain. I don't know how, if I can train it to do some better things, I should, but my, like, Hey, make me some money brain. Right. While right, exactly. I think I, no, yeah, yeah I, I don't pee in the bed anymore. I'm good. Yeah. I wish I could teach that to my dog. Jerk. <laughs> Okay, he doesn't pee in the bed. He just pees upstairs. He's only fine. Facts. Sometimes I, I wake up from dreams though, and I just like now I'm the opposite. I'm a very vivid dreamer. Like I have dreams that are like fucking reality all the time. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would say at least three times a week I have mm-hmm. a I have a dream. Like no Martin Luther King, but like I always <laughs> just feel like it's it's something. I don't know. It's just something about me and the way my mind works. Like it's very vivid. Um, I've had dreams where I wake up. I had one of these like either Monday or Tuesday. Had a dream. Woke up in the middle of the night. Was up for like two or three minutes. Went back to sleep. Continued to dream right from wow. where I left off. Wow. Like exactly wow. where I left off Damn. and jumped back into it. Now I've yes, only you. had one time where I was able to know I was dreaming and like control it. Now that shit. I that, have to- now that was that was amazing. Like that's that's something where I feel like if they could ever like monetize something like that or figure out how to do that, like people wouldn't even want to wake up. Like AJ- that's if you could if you could be in a dream, know you're in a dream, control it, do the stuff that you want to do. Like people would just want to be in that because why why be in reality? But mm. I know what you was doing in that dream. Two two words, two words, shaft. 
JD, I was going <laughs> to ask about that because I would say about once every few months, I can have a dream where I'm con- I'm subconsciously know I'm in the dream. I can't control it, but I know I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Like some off the wall stuff where I'm jumping, you know, like example, I'm jumping off a cliff and I'm like, I know I'm not going to die because I'm in the dream. Mm-hmm. You know, so all the butterflies that I have in real life from height is not happening. And then I wake up like, man, why can that happen in real freaking You life? willingly jump? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah. fuck it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? The anxiety of the height, you're not feeling that. This is like, no, I feel it. I feel it though. But if you knew, it, why wouldn't you jump off? Uh, why wouldn't you jump off a building if you knew that you could jump off the building and just like land and be okay? But I have, it happens quite often though. It's weird though. It's like I know it, but then I wake up. It's like, damn, I wish I could have that like just on demand. Just go to sleep and just be right into the dream. Right. Dreams on demand. Yeah, there you go, John. Oh, oh, sound, sound like something you need to workshop, brother. Yeah, yeah exactly. we got to R and D that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> All right, let's go to Jeff. You got another question, sir? I think or, we have just one I'm more. Sorry. It's the I'm last sorry. one, John. Yep. The last Always, one. I mean, already, but yeah. This Least is the resistance. Yes, this question is one that we ask everybody who we have on. So this is like one of our signature questions. So take it away, Johnny Dangerous. And, and Herb, I got to give it to you in my Morpheus voice of the Matrix. <clears throat> the best I can do at this time, being. The blue pill or the red pill? The blue pill allows you to change one thing from your past, and the red pill allows you to alter one thing in the future. Which one and what would be the change? Herb. All right. Since I am in my 40s, I have no kids. I don't really have any regrets. So, high value man. Huh? (laughs) You're a high value man. Yeah. And so. I've lived a decent life, so I have no regrets that everything that I've done has led me up to here. So I would do the one red pill to change something in the future. And that one thing would be to have a longer life because, you know, I want if you know we want to start a family, I want to see my kids grow up and then their kids grow up. So I think I probably got, you know, like 30 years left. I would take like 20 more after that. You know, being 90 would suck because, you know, all the ailments and such and being hurt. But, you know, <laughs> seeing your kids grow up and then seeing them grow up, hopefully I get like a, a boy or girl who can grow up to be a professional athlete because that would they'll just be living out my dreams. You know, uh, being the WNBA, I just watched the All-Star game. They was kicking ass out there or being an Olympian or being a professional football thing. I'll be, and they'll show me in the crowd. Some seventy-year-old dude just crying because my kid just finally made a <laughs> made the major leagues or something like that. That'll be great. That yeah. would be my my red pill. I would take that so I could just live not even longer. Like I mean, not even like until I'm hundred. I just want to see them grow up, and then I'm I'm, I'm good. Deuces. Because yep. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to like only twenty more years and die when I'm sixty. And I'm like, ah oh, man, I only got to see my kid for like fifteen years. That sucked. I got to live all the shitty years and not all the good years where I got to talk to him. <laughs> or I might use that red pill for like, can we skip the the terrible twos and get to the point where I could talk to him, him or her, like a like a person, and not yell right. at him? Because the first like ten years, I would yell at the kid all the time. <laughs> Do your homework. Shut up. 
Don't touch <laughs> nothing. Because, you know, can't whoop the kids anymore, so a lot of yelling would be going on. A lot of yeah. And then yeah. when they're like 12 or 13, then we could talk about things a little bit more in depth. Dad could be a little bit more calm. Herb, you went, you went real realistic with that. What, yeah. what, you, what you contemplate can actually, it can occur for you. Yeah. You got to take I, a pill for that. That's what I, well, I'm. Take the I'm, blue pill. That's already made, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you can make that Luckily, I don't need that blue pill. As Come on yet. now, that's how that talk. As <laughs> yet. My name is her. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I don't need that pill yet. But I, I have used it, and it's, it's very, very weird. It's an odd thing. I don't know like who would want that for all that long. It's a little too long. Come on it's now. It's good, man. I need to go somewhere. I, I got it. <laughs> An hour is enough. <laughs> way, way too much. What am I doing? Auditioning? I have to <laughs> get the job. Am <laughs> I auditioning? <laughs> no, I already got the job. I'm, right, I'm here already. Right, right. right. <laughs> you, want, you want a new nickname? <laughs> Hey, I got a. I got. I don't know how that, people ask those, answer those questions. I would assume most people take the blue pill. It's a toss up. Yeah, no, Ooh. actually, yeah, it's pretty 50 50. Like, yeah, most okay. people have like really well thought out answers on that one. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I, I bet you if you polled us, it would be, you know, pretty, pretty, um, pretty even. But, yeah. um, I wanted to ask one question that isn't on there. Um, okay. and I said I wouldn't do this, but I, I always, I forgot to include this one. And I, always like to ask like who who was your biggest role model like who do you feel is responsible for you being the accomplished brother that you are like who 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 who's that person that you would um that you would say was the person who helped you to get to where you are the most of course you know with your parents so my mom first but then in this industry specifically when i got here Jonathan Hood took me under his wing, and he's the one who's like, hey, come here. We're going to go to Hallis Hall today. We're going to meet people. We're going to press the flesh. We're going to say hello. We're going to put a voice to the uh, a face to the voice and understand that this is the business. And he learned he taught me everything he knew. He was a producer, worked his way up to a night show host, left the score after like a couple years, went to Webio and then went to ESPN for however many years. And now he's the morning show host with Cap. So that guy to this day, Hood still, you know, counsels me on things. We talk every once in a while. Now we're more peers and he treats me as an equal. But mm -hmm. back in the day, yeah, he was like, hey, this is how we're going to do the work. And he would tell me things that maybe I didn't want to hear that I needed to hear. And he would that's the thing I think that's missing from mentorships nowadays is like that toughness, that tough word that you need to have with somebody that is going the wrong way a little bit. And you just need them to straighten out their path and go the way that you need them to go. So, yeah, he would tell me things like, hey, man, what you're doing is off. You don't need to do that. You need to come back and do this. Mm. I don't care if you're hurt by it, but hell, this is what I need to tell you. And and I respect him for that. He would, you know, get get in my ass every once in a while and say, hey, man, what you're doing production wise is trash. And what you're doing uh, with booking trash. We need to pick that up. We need to raise this up to a level that a third market in the nation would be for. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I would take it hard initially because I was young and 20 and thought I was doing well. But then after a while, step back and say, you know what? 
Hood's right. Let's do this. He's got his position for a reason, and he's doing this because he understands that I have a certain level of talent, and he would like hate to see that get wasted on me. So, yeah, I would say Jonathan Hood was the guy in this business that first put, took me on his wing. And then, of course, Lawrence Holmes has always been in my corner. Whenever I needed a counsel, whenever I needed to uh, say something, you know, just off the air to a friend or if uh, there was a job available, he would always look to me and say, hey, how about Herb does that job? He could do it and he would give me the confidence to do it. And to this day, he allows me to produce the show without too much interference from him. When he needs something done, he'll speak his mind. But otherwise, he lets me do my job as he trusts me and to do my thing. So those two guys in the business have really showed me the way as far as a mentor and people I look up to to this day. Respect. Dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I always think that that's a great question to ask people because um, you never know who is who's that person who's behind the scenes or the person who helped build a person into who they are today. So I'm glad that we were able to uh, to get that answer from you, man. But um, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. I have one more question, but I'll ask that after we do this. So Herb, thank you so much for being on the show, sir. Um, how can everybody get in contact with you? Everything that you got going on, it just just let everybody know exactly you know what what what's going on with you right now. Okay, I am producer, executive producer for the Lawrence Holmes Show. So we go on at noon till two o'clock every day, Monday through Friday, on six seventy the score. And I also do hosting, producing for Locked On Sox. It's just a White Sox centric podcast with Chris Tannehill, who also works at the show at the station. And that's on probably Monday through Friday. We usually tape them on the day before so it's comes out midnight the day of so if it's a monday show we did that on sunday and it comes out on monday at midnight um follow me on twitter ecknerwall 23 that is a lawrence spelled backwards two three is for rob ventura not for jordan wasn't a huge, <laughs> wasn't a huge jordan fan that's another thing oh. Johnny dangerous <laughs> i was more of a pippin guy Okay. Oh, oh, really? oh. Not, don't claim that shit now. Right now. Yeah, saying, not that nowadays. Shit right now. Not, not nowadays, though. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with your What's wrong with your man's? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, her. And, that, and that future thing too. Ooh, friends. <laughs> God damn. Hey, her. Good luck. I'm I'm a Sox guy, but Robin Ventura. After what happened to him and Nolan Ryan, come on, man. It was tough. I was a kid before. Let's see. That did happen before I became a fan. So I didn't really know all about that. I I knew about the grand slams that Robin Ventura used to hit. And then when his managing career happened and everybody's like looking at me all sideways. It was. I watched that in real time. It was a shorty when Noah Ryan gave him that hurt. No more sports talk. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but. All right, take take us home, JD. Take us home, man. All take right. <laughs> so. That being said, man, Herb, we really appreciate you being on, sir. Now we got one more thing for you to do. You got to call out one of your celebrity friends to be on anything but with us. So pick somebody and tell them that they have to take the challenge of being on this show and rocking with us for, uh, you know, 45 to 50 minutes. Who would you call out and say that they should be on here? Well, Tony's already been on the show and celebrity is a little tough. I don't have celebrity friends. I mean, Lawrence is a celebrity friend. I guess you can call him or I would say that. uh, Do you guys know who uh, Ken Davis is? Of course. From Bears Talk podcast. Of course. Every day. Yeah. Ken Davis. Yeah. You, man, I'm telling you. 
Ken Davis. You guys already heard of him in the D and Davis show, and now yep. he does a show. Uh, it's just the reincarnation of that show. I forgot his name, Ryan. I think he does it with. Yep. But yeah, Ken Davis would be great for you guys. He would, Herbs, man. He would have you guys cracking up. Send them herbs. I, hey, <laughs> I, I'll I'll send it. I'll send a link to him and tell him, hey, you got to do this, and he'll be more than down to do it. Uh, no doubt, man. Appreciate no doubt. That. Well, appreciate that. Um, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, this is anything but like I said, it's a it's an interesting concept, but we try to get people to come on so that they can show a little bit of what makes them tick um in sort of an unconventional way. Mm-hmm. And um, we are glad that everybody who's watching right now was able to tune in and check us out. If you like what you see, make sure you like and subscribe to jump off live. You can find us on YouTube, we're Googleable. You can Google us. Um, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, iTunes, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, YouTube, everywhere. Twitch, you can find us on Twitch. We twitching. So you can find <laughs> us wherever you want to get to us. But, um, yeah, we have another show that we do every week um, on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central Time. And then we usually do anything but episode after that when we have guest scheduled. So 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. every Wednesday, you can always rock with us. So, um for Jeff A. Smith, Johnny Dangerous, DJ, and the one and only Herb Lawrence, this is your man, JD, signing off from Jump Off Live. Thanks for rocking with us, everybody. Peace. Oh.